0: Have you ever dreamed what it would be like to travel to new countries for most of the year, or to have a side hustle that allows you to truly focus on what you're passionate about in life? Today, we're talking to Mark Walter, who created a side hustle that allows him to travel with his family up to eight months of the year. We're going to see how you can also create a similar side hustle that allows you to travel or focus on your passions. Tips and tricks to get started, how much profit you can potentially make, and what is needed for you to start making money today. Mark has several YouTube channels with his largest one having nearly 1 million subscribers. He has a wealth of knowledge of making YouTube videos for over a decade now, and has several other side hustles while also being an incredible professor at the University of Illinois. Now let's jump right into the interview. All right, now we're jumping into the interview. We have Mark here, and the first question we have is, what kind of side hustles do you do?
1: So I have a variety of side hustles because I'm very much of the idea you need to have as many revenue streams as possible, even if they're minuscule streams, Literally every 15 bucks, that's that's a lunch going out, you know, with Donald's with a kid. Or, or 50 bucks here is going out to dinner with your wife or your girlfriend. 150 bucks. Hey, guess what? You're filling up your grocery bill. You know, you're paying for these things. So we try to do a lot. So we actually have two blogs um, that are monetized we make money on. We have four YouTube channels we make money off of. Um, we also have membership things like Patreon. We do memberships on YouTube. We have also I do um, training programs for businesses and organizations um, that we do. So there's there's quite a few things out there that I mean I'm sure some more will come up to me as, as we go along. Affiliate marketing, you know, we have we have as many things as we can. But the thing is, it's like sometimes they get a little overwhelming. So it's like you need to focus on one or two more than the others before. And then once those get settled, then try to build up some of some of these other smaller ones, because sometimes the ones that you think aren't going to be much at all might be the one that brings in the most money, like per at transaction. So, yeah. So there, there's a few things we have going on.
0: Yeah, it's exciting. Sounds like you got quite a bit on your plate. Now, are all these different side hustles associated with traveling or are they all different types of categories?
1: So there, there's two main categories we have. Like there's our Walters World Travel Channel, which, you know, we're about a million subscribers at the time, 220 million views on YouTube. Um, that's the main one. Like that's the one that pays my mortgage, pays for my kids to go to school. Um, you know, I don't dress very nice, but, you know, my, if any of my family wants to have nice stuff, like we, we, we're we doing okay with that. That's the main one. Um, but the travel one there. But we actually have a couple side travel ones are smaller things like you know you saw the vertical videos on tiktok instagram youtube we have those channels as well that we do the vertical videos they don't make anywhere near the money that like the main channel does but again it's a side revenue we're repurposing our content to put it on other platforms that brings in more money to help us pay for the travels because i I wish i had a youtube channel or two where it wasn't us having to go everywhere and spend so much money to actually (laughs) go and film and do things Versus, like, if I could just sit in my office and do talk here, oh, my gosh, it would be so much nicer. But <laughs> the travel one is the main one. And so there's some travel stuff. So when we also have uh, a food channel where we do stuff. And that's more um, actually like food from around the world, food from when you're going to travel. So it kind of relates to that. But we found that on our main travel channel, our food videos used to do very well had really died off because YouTube would really put us in. You are the mostly, if we do a Europe travel video, it does great. If we do anything else, it doesn't do as well. Like the algorithm kind of stuff doesn't really fit. So we started a new channel just on food. And that one's like, we know it takes time. Remember, side hustles, you're not making the millions. You're not making the thousands. You're not making the hundreds the first year. It's little by little. So right now we're developing that one. And that one, I, I it, the trajectory is going very well. Like I could see it in probably another couple of years. That will be another paying for a mortgage, paying for the kids kind of thing. You know, my kids will be in college then. So, hey, that's kind of helpful. So we have some food (laughs) stuff we do. And then we actually have a channel that doesn't get a ton of views, but gives me a lot of influence and connections with important people. And that's my Professor Walter's channel. And on there, I've done my courses I teach at the University of Illinois, uh, Geese College of Business. I actually have divided up about five-minute long videos, right? And so students can watch, instead of sitting through like a a two-hour-long lecture – Like some poor students we know had to sit through, you know, you can actually watch it in like five minute bites from different places around the world when we travel. So they can do that. And on there I have other things like I'll do, you know, social media marketing training videos for people and, and and other things to kind of make it more of a edutainment kind of thing, but it really focuses on business education. So so there's that channel and that channel actually brings in a, a good amount of money, but not from the viewership, from the viewership, that channel only makes about 500, I mean, a really good month, it makes like a thousand dollars a month. Uh, average month, maybe five, six hundred dollars a month. But it doesn't get a lot of views. But what it does is it actually gets me seen in front of professors and professionals, and then they hire me to develop education programs for their businesses. You know, so if you're if you're a Canadian business, you can go to the the, the trade office and ask them, hey, I want to I want to I want to do social media in the U.S. What can we do? Oh, there's actually a travel uh, social media 101 one course we developed for them. Yeah, and so that was a nice little income stream. We have a few of those every year, which is nice to do. Um, you know, and it makes a nice little side income coming in, and it's weird because we have a channel that only has like twenty five thousand subscribers, makes way more money on these side side hustles from that than our million view, you know, like million sub channel brings in these other kind of things. So, so there's those kind of there. So it's like travel, education, food are the three main ones. And, and I'm seeing now probably over the next couple of years, we're going to be focusing more in the business channel because we're seeing how it's really helping a lot of people. Like like I'm getting people all around the world that are writing me thank yous for helping them with their classes because, yeah, my marketing professor sucked and your videos helped me pass my class. I get MBA you know, people writing me all the time saying, hey, man, you saved me. Thank you so much. There's a guy I met in Venice. Was like, "Oh, thank you." I'm like, "Oh, you sorry," but he's like, "Yeah, you helped me get through my MBA." He shakes my hand. There's 100 euros in my hand. I'm like, wow. "Thanks, dude." You know, it's <laughs> kind of funny. There was one guy. It was funny. We had a we'll do like lives on YouTube, and so that people can, you know, they can give you you know a super thanks. They call it a super chat, and they donate money. And this one guy's like, he sent me 100 bucks, and I'm like, "Thanks, like, that's awesome." Like, he's like, "I was like, did we help him with the travel thing?" He's like, "He's like, no." if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have passed my MBA and I just graduated and I want to say thanks. Wow, you know, That's so cool. And then what's also been nice with that is what you have to realize your side hustles. if it's a social media thing, you don't know how many people you actually could be helping. And if it's education or if it's funny or whatever, and I'll go around, and I'll go to conferences for professors and other professors will come and say, hey, thanks, I use your videos in my class. Now, I would love it if all their students would watch the video. So I get like <laughs> 600 views instead of one view. But you know yeah. what? for me, it's nice because I know I'm helping people. And so that's like another payment for me is, is just knowing that, yeah, it's a side hustle that has an income, but also it's a side hustle in terms of my like dopamine hits of knowing I'm helping people, you know, that makes me feel better. Um, but also it, it's nice when you know that there's some kid in Thailand that's watching my videos right now that's like starting his own business. And it's like, that's going to help him out or, or some mom or Etsy shop, you know, it's it's kind of a cool thing. So like the income you make from your side hustles Sometimes it's not just like the money side. Some of it's the reputation. Um, some of it's just you know the acknowledgement you get from people. And sometimes it's just that thank you you get from people.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think that's a great point. I think especially when people think of side hustles, they just think of how much money they could bring in. But like you mentioned, there's a lot of other benefits that come with these side hustles, and you might not be able to put a price on it, or it brings new opportunities that otherwise you would not have a chance to go after.
1: Exactly, and that's one thing is I've been I've been doing the the travel channels since two thousand. Nine and I've been doing business education stuff since 2007 on YouTube, and these are two things I'm very passionate about. So it's very easy for me. I mean, it's we're this well, 15 years of it. You know, it's like yeah, no, I do it because I, I like it. I enjoy it. It helps you keep going. And if you find a side hustle that you enjoy doing again and again, yeah, it's a, it's like the old saying, like you find a job you love, it's not a job. So yeah, this is the same thing with a side hustle. That's why if you're thinking, oh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna drive Uber and I'm gonna make my side hustle that way. If you like driving Uber, some people are like, I'll do it all the time. I just do it for fun. That's the side hustle you're gonna be successful. That's the one you're gonna make money, and it's not gonna be like having a whole other job. Because that's one thing you want to think about. The side hustles, if it's gonna make more stress in your life, if it's gonna make more work in your life than just getting another job, yep, it's, it's not a side it. hustle. That's that that's where you got to be careful.
0: Definitely, yeah, and that's one thing nice about the different side hustles in today's economy that you could do so many different ones. That's you know fit in what your skills are, what your you know schedule is like, and you could really customize it to you. And then, like you mentioned, once you do find something that is a good fit, you could really shine and then you know really take it to the next level.
1: Yeah, because if you find that one and you specialize in there, then all of a sudden you know as so you'll say, jack of all trades is a master of nothing, right? But the thing is, if you're a jack-of-all-trades, you start to see what really works, and then you focus on that one or two, that's where you can go from being, you know, on Fiverr for, you know, 50 bucks to do something to Fiverr to make 500 bucks to do something, because you become more, you know, more, more better at it, I guess you'd say.
0: (laughs) Definitely. So, one of the other questions that I had was how long you've been doing this for, and you kind of mentioned it for the travel one. You said you started the channel in 2009, was it? And then Professor in 2007. Walter's
1: World started in April of 2009, but I was making videos on YouTube in 2007 for my – because I was teaching in Portugal. And so the students, they're not na- native English speakers, and I wanted to make sure they learned for exams. So, I mean, my students now know that I always put out, like, a study guide of videos for them to watch before the thing. And there's all the videos already there, but, you know, they don't watch till the, the exam, <laughs> which is – you know, I understand. But I, I started making these videos just to help my students out you know, back when I taught in Portugal and they're like, it was so helpful. I saw that, Hey, this is, this is something that it's really helping my students with their grades and doing things. So that was 2007 of being online for that. Now the blog, our blog actually did very well for a long time. And then it did one of the, you know, huge crash, lost everything, you know, backups didn't work. It was just like, so our site went off for, I don't know, like, it was like six months to a year. I probably was like, it was one of those things you just get overwhelmed with all your other jobs and your real life and stuff. And it was just like, I'll get back to this. And it's like, I'll get back to it. And then next thing you know that I'll get back to it next week, turned into like seven, eight months. And by the time I got the site back working again, we had to get everything reset up. And all of our, you know, our scores and everything, our search rankings went from really, really good to really, really not so good. And I was like, oh. And so that's one thing is sometimes those side hustles that were good side hustles all of a sudden can go from hey, it's paying in the mortgage to oh wow, now it's only paying for some groceries every other month. Yeah, that that's how, and, and we're finally, and it's taking us time to build up the website. Now the website makes I mean it makes a thousand bucks a month. You know, it's nothing, nothing spectacular, like you know, that's like just the normal ad revenue, not like affiliate marketing, all that kind of stuff. But you know, it's, it's nice because now it's like, okay, we're starting to get back to where we we're, you know, it's like, man, but you know, and sometimes people get upset. They think, well, if it's only gonna make a thousand dollars, is it worth it? It's only gonna be five hundred bucks, is it worth it? Well. Here's the thing: If you're making five hundred bucks a month, that's six thousand dollars a year. Would you like six thousand dollars in your bank account? Yeah, because that makes a difference. Like that's your family isn't just going to Ohio to Cedar Point for vacation. You're going to Disney, you know, like, and that's how you have to look at what the side hustles. Is, is look at the long term. You know, I've I've some people I know their side hustle. All they do is they they do Uber on a university campus the first like two and a half months of class. Because they know when when it first starts, the money flows freely in <laughs> September and October. But by November, they know it ends because yeah. parents, you know, the first you think about it, the bill that comes in September is when you first went to college, so only well, has maybe a week or so on that they don't notice that. And then the September bill comes in October, and like, whoa, 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 where's why is there like seven hundred dollars of Uber charge? No, no, no <laughs> you can walk on campus, and literally the Uber drivers see that when it hits November. Students, you think, oh, it's getting cold. They're going to use it more. No, the students stop because mm-hmm. their parents are like, no, 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 no more. So, there's a buddy of mine, he literally only drives for two and a half months every year, and it pays. He's like, it pays off my credit cards. He sends his kid to a private school here in Champaign because that pays for it. From the two I'm months. Like, of
0: the Whoa, word. wow, yeah, that's very only impressive.
1: Two, he does for two and a half months. He's got a normal job, and he, he saves up his vacation time so he can do that. And so he knows he'll it, it, just drive from one end of the quad to the other. He's like, look, it's like, at the time, last time I talked to him, was like, you know, like five or ten bucks for just that. I'm like, that, I'm like, it's like three blocks, four blocks. He's like, yeah. <laughs> and I just go back and forth and back and forth and back. And I'm like, hey, can't argue with that. So and the thing, he knows that. So he doesn't use the side hustles as a kind of like all the time kind of thing. It's like, hey, I use the side hustle for a specific purpose. So you might just want to think, hey, what side hustle could I make to pay for my vacation? Or a side hustle to, you know, I, my kid's Quintero coming up and I want to pay for it. How could I do that? You know, like, that's another thing I think is important when you're thinking of side hustles is because it's got to be a special side hustle. It's going to be something you can do for a long time. You know, because the, the, the types of stuff, like if you go on Instagram, you'll see all these, like, success millionaire or whatever. And they're always, oh, yes, get the side hustle of... Yes, buy a house and Airbnb it. And then but I'm like, is that like, it a little unrealistic. You're yeah. like, oh, go learn a skill on Coursera. Yes, that's a very good thing to do. But they're like, yeah, you can make like $3,000 a month extra. Yeah, if you're working full time at it. You know, that's one thing I, I always, because I go on a lot of these these business podcasts. And when people like, don't buy into the hype. what It's kind of like when they tell you you're going to build a house, add 30% onto it you know, and, and, and also add 30% of the time onto it to get it done. When they give you, when they make all these problems for side hustles, take 30% off and, 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 you know, and add 30% of the time to get to that point. Right. And once you have that, once you know that, and you'll see after you do it for a while, you're like, Oh, right. I understand how this works. It's a little bit better. That's, that that's one thing I get really frustrated with people. Like I, I'm just going to side hustle everything. I'm like, You know, you might be better off if you do four side hustles that make you work for 80 hours a week. Why don't you just get like a normal job that pays you 40, like 45 hours, 40 hours a week or 50 hours a week that will pay almost the same. And then you have 30 hours for yourself. You know, that's why, you don't. You, I mean, sometimes you have to hustle as much as you can, but then eventually you get older. You don't have the energy. You know, you're like, I got a kid, I want I want to see my kids, you know? And so something I always kinda like remind people about.
0: Yeah, I think that there's yeah, quite a bit to unpack there, but I thought you brought up a lot of great points. It kinda comes back to, you know, making sure the side hustle works for your situation. And I guess kind of tying this all together, like when you first started the travel or your education, it sounded like there was a need to, you know, for your students to better learn the materials. So you helped put up the video so they could better learn. And then from that more opportunities arose for came from it and similarly it sounds like for traveling it would you say traveling is one of your passions in life and from there you kind of oh, yeah, no, monetize it, 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 yeah
1: it's totally a fact. it is it's it's more of the most expensive addiction you can have Some people say it's drugs oh no no no, no. travel is much more expensive okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that's why i'm always like man like that's why you know i see like the instagrammers or people like i i just gave a loan to a 21 year old instagrammer for this and i'm like I look at their channel, I'm like, oh, they're literally just sitting in their room doing the videos. I'm like, oh, uh, if I could do just sitting, at, like right here, if I could just do this from right here, I'm like, oh, my God, the cost would be a fraction of yep. what they are. And how much more can I keep, you know? It's, uh, <laughs> that, that's one of those things. And that's another thing with your side hustles. You also didn't think about the cost is going to be to make that side hustle happen. You know, that's, that's a lot of times where, where things kind of get hidden sometimes. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, drive Uber, make money. I'm like, yeah, but you have the gas. You have the insurance stuff. You know, you got a, a lot of more at the time. Yeah. Like a lot of hidden oh, costs. Yeah. Exactly. I'm like, is it is it worth it to not be home? Is it worth it to miss that game you wanted to watch? You know, like there's the opportunity costs, like you say, that, that people need to consider when they do it. And I'm not saying don't do it because I think I mean, I tell my students all the time, have as many income streams as you can because you never know. You know, because there's a lot of people that get fired that are great at their job. Bad economic times, it happens. You know, like, for me, I mean, I think I I, I think I do a pretty, uh, pretty good job teaching. I've got some awards for it, all kinds of stuff. But I'm still worried. Like, every year when I get my performance review, I'm like, are they going to get rid of me? Like, <laughs> like uh, am I doing okay? You know, like, you worry. And that's one of the things those side hustles can give you that kind of financial cushion to kind of help. And that's another thing is when you're using your your I mean financially I, I feel for for the side hustles, don't overspend like the side hustle is a, is a, a, a eternal other income, you know it's like you know because it can be like this and the government says Uber can't work anymore mm-hmm. you know, There's places place where that, that there is literally laws say no nope, only Uber or only taxis no Ubers, you know or, I was in the Dominican Republic yeah you can get an Uber but it won't take you to the resort. It'll take you to the to the gate of the resort, and then you get to walk the two kilometers or mile and a half from the gate through the thing. Are you going to take the Uber or are you going to take the taxi? You know, and so it, it's something that you really need to kind of consider because if that side hustle goes away, are you living at the means that you can support on that main hustle, right? So that's what I always like to have. That's why, like, our house, all our stuff is based off of my job, like my professor job. And then all the side stuff is just nice extra bonuses. So I can, you know, have, you know, a nicer computer or a nicer like lighting kit or something like that.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think always having additional sources of income are great. Um, I feel like you never know what truly is going to happen, but if you have say, yeah, your, ma- main time, your main full-time job pays for all of your expenses and bills and everything else, like you said, gives you that extra cushion. And then similarly kind of what happened with your blog I actually had a tech channel that I ran from 2009, to 2019 I ended up selling it to a company then but back when I was in high school it was making great money and I had you know multiple cars as a high schooler for myself and it was doing great but then it seemed like there was a transition in the YouTube algorithm they went from not just clicks on the actual video but the watch time and then my channel really did uh, see a significant nose dive and it never fully recovered so there's you can't always like you're mentioning fully count on one side hustle even if it's doing great for years
1: yeah. And and, I, and you make a good point, of how those, because I've seen the algorithm, I mean, 2009, we were on there, like the same times, you know. Yeah. I remember when things went like, whoa, whoa, what happened? I mean, I remember maybe like 13, 14 around there. I was like, my views tripled, but my income was actually lower, like yeah. the next year. I'm like, huh. But this doesn't make huh, sense. <laughs> like, math wise, what the hell happened, you know? it changes up. And that's where, you know, people here's one thing I want to say, if you look for the side hustle, like doing YouTube or using, you know, AI to come up with stuff and I'm going to make a bunch of TikToks or a bunch of Instagram videos, you know, and those things, those vertical videos make a fraction uh, of the money. Like I'm not, I'm no joke. So now that the shorts are monetized on YouTube, I have the first like month, you know, of data coming in. And I'm not joking when I say it's 1 40th, not 1 one wow. fortieth. 1 40th. Really? And I'm not talking like the total. I'm talking like how much I'm making per view kind of stuff. It, it, it's nothing. Like it's literally like next 90, to nothing. Yeah. Man, wow. and, and, and like you, there's different per like Instagram. If you're on there, bo- they have a bonus program. If you get 14 million views, you get a thousand dollars. If you had 14 million views on a normal, like, horizontal YouTube video, you could be making, like, $70,000. Like, yeah. that's where it is, yeah. like, oh, it looks cool. And that's why, you know, if you go online, you'll see people will talk. It's like, yeah, yeah. Would you rather have, you know, a million TikTok followers or a million YouTube followers? You'd rather have a million YouTube followers because that can make you a lot more money than TikTok can in terms of the ad revenue. Now, in terms of sponsorships, that's a whole other ball game, right? Because, you know, that, that that that's where things can be different. But – The thing is, we're not all, you know, famous stars that people want to work with. Like, I have a huge channel, and not a lot of brands want to work with a fat, bald guy, right? You know, especially one that I really focus on giving honest advice, Mm -hmm. honest travel advice, honest business advice. And they're like, look, we want a commercial, like, on your channel. Yeah, Yeah, and I'm like, like, well, no, I'm not going to, like, sell out for you. I'm like, I'll talk about your product. I'll be honest about it. And that's going to get people to buy it more than if I make it sound like a commercial. But most brands are like no, no, no. We want you to say these five things. That's why, whatever you look at, um, if you see the same product being advertised on multiple YouTube channels or multiple TikToks, you'll notice they all kind of say the exact same thing. <laughs> and so- the ones that work best are the ones that don't do it that way. They're the ones that are like, "Hey, this is how it actually worked for me." You know, like I've, I've talked to some VPNs about doing videos for them, and like, okay, you need to read this word for word, this kind of stuff. I'm like, but that's not how the channel. Like, that's not how we work. That's like that's you're not going to get the bang you want. It's going to be better if I have a discussion about hey, you know, the, here's some scams you're going to see. Here's can you avoid it. By the way, you know this VPN can actually help with the bank fraud or the fake. You know, like one of the big ones. People go into hotels, to use the internet, and someone just puts up a holiday in internet thing, mm. and then they steal your data that way. Because people, you, you check your you check your bank account once, boom, I can get all your stuff. We'll be back after a quick break. You hear a lot about supply chains these days, because if the past couple years have taught us anything, it's that an efficient, well-managed supply chain is absolutely critical to keeping businesses successful and consumers happy. I'm Will Haywood, and I host a podcast called All Business, No Boundaries, where we talk about supply chains, how they work, what happens when they don't, and the innovations that are redefining what's possible in the world of logistics. Join me for insightful interviews with thought leaders and industry experts. We discuss how optimizing supply chains can break down the barriers that are holding businesses back. That's All Business, No Boundaries by DHL Supply Chain. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, that's crazy.
0: And I think to kind of add to that too is your your subscribers and your fans are going to know whether it's like you're reading a script or if you're being your genuine self. And I think they could tell the difference between those. So you might end up actually hurting yourself in the long term if you're you know saying exactly what an advertiser wants to do just for some money.
1: Yeah. And it's funny because you can look in that. And that's one thing. Analytics are great because you actually look and see. Because I've done some and it's literally like the watch time's here and then it <laughs> drops and then it comes back like afterwards they know to skip oh yeah it was if you ever seen that it skips 60 seconds because <laughs> usually a 60 to 90 second like like spot in the first five minutes comes in like click and you just that's how it is you know
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i agree so it's like, always... it's like
1: it would be better if you had like if you let me do it like over four 15 second parts throughout the video that's gonna be more helpful
0: yeah. And especially that, you know, your audience better than anyone else does. So some company that comes in and tells you what to say, like they're not going to have a better conversion rate than you
1: are. So, yeah, no, but I understand why they do that because they want to control the narrative. They want to control what's being said. So no one's saying the wrong things. So yeah. Yeah. I think it makes sense. But all
0: right. So moving on to a couple of all the other questions I had is say, so if you're someone that, you know, wants to get started with say a travel channel or blog, what are, you know, some equipment that you need, or what do you need in order to actually get started?
1: Actually, if you're gonna do a, if you have, if you're gonna make YouTube videos or a blog, you already have what you need. Your phone records just fine. If you have a phone that's been made in the last literally five years, from an iPhone 10 on, it's gonna film in in 1080. You're good to go. Like that's one thing people like hold back. I need to have a good setup. I need to, man. I used to literally put a Nikon Coolpix on a rock and film it. <laughs> And I got almost a million subscribers, 220 million views, a rock, straight up. Just a yeah. Now I have like a nicer camera or whatever, but that's where it started. And it's okay, just start with that. And some people like one of the big mistakes I think people make when they're making blogs or or YouTube videos or whatever. They're like, I have to be perfect. No, Mm -hmm. your first hundred videos are going to suck. And then like this is one you'll hear a lot of YouTubers say this: first hundred suck, the next hundred sucks as well, but they suck less. (laughs) And you learn from what you're going to do, and so that, that's one thing. So, but if you're going to get something out there, I mean, honestly, you want you want to do something that you can travel around with. I, I I have a Microsoft Surface I travel with. I have a four year right on this thing. I have a four year old Microsoft Surface that's gone around the world. I've been doing blogs and videos and live feeds and stuff in Rwanda, Tanzania, you know, uh, South America, all over the place because it, it it can it has enough power that they can render videos. It has all the stuff I need, and the camera is actually decent. I'm filming it on this one right now. Whereas I have a really nice Dell, like, that's like four times the price of this that I, when I do like really big 4K videos, like this thing can't handle the 4K videos, but that one can. But that one, it's got like a 720p camera. You're like, it's the 2022. Why would you have a better <laughs> camera and a nice computer? You know, it's weird how that works. So don't don't freak out about that. You don't have to pay money for it. Also, video video editing software, if you have a Mac, iMovie already comes included. Works great. Don't need to do anything else. If you're going to be doing it on a PC, you can get – there's free ones out there. But honestly, you don't ever have to spend over $150 on one because basically they're all decent. Like they're all about to do the same thing up to $150, and then there's nothing that's worth it until you get to like $5,000. And believe me, unless you're like, I don't know, James Cameron making movies – you don't need anything that much, so that's one thing I think people make a mistake on. And then, like, but also, like, just, just so it's just start making the content, writing what you know about that's a good way to start. Writing topics that are similar to that, making videos about what you know about, and things that are similar to that, something you're passionate about. That's why you'll see a lot of Star Wars channels and, and gaming channels. because games they like to play, right? Star Wars is the a topic they love to talk about, that makes it easier to talk. Right? And, and so that's one thing to think about. But one thing I always tell people, and I, I've actually talked to a number of students over the years, helping getting their channel started. I'm, I always tell them like this. I'm like, look, you want to make a good channel? Start by doing your research. Go find your, who are your 20 favorite YouTubers? Write down what you love and you hate about them. Right? And then what can you learn from that love? How can you learn from that that hate? What could you learn from that? And then go in the niche you want to do. Figure out what niche you want to have. Because, you know, travel, well, yeah, there's travel, but there's are you talking about family travel? Are you talking about international travel? Are you talking about luxury travel? Are you talking about budget travel? Because right there, you're going to target, You're going to have a completely different industry you're looking at, and you're going to start looking at people in that industry. What are they doing? What's successful with them? Learn from them the good and the bad, right? And so that's going to give you a nice base of understanding what's already out there and what's being successful, right? And so that's going to give you a, a nice kind of head start and that's if you're gonna do a blog if you're gonna be doing you know if you're gonna start any kind of business you gotta do your research you know and that's where it's kind of funny where people like oh i'm gonna be like mr beast i'm like in what way (laughs) You're gonna give away like eye eye, eye surgeries millions of dollars or you're gonna have fun content oh right right. no I, i want people to like me like i don't know they like him because his videos are fun like he has a good time with it you know he's He's a jovial dude, right? And so oh, that's yeah. like, yeah. I'm like, okay, so jovial dude. And so is he like, hello, today <laughs> we're going to talk about how cool things. No, he's like, hey, guy, how you you like He brings people in. And so you have that excitement. Learn from that. You know, a lot of people are like, why don't people watch my videos? It's the algorithm. No, your video sucks. <laughs> you know, it's like people ask me, what, what YouTube videos do you watch? you watch a lot of travel ones? I'm like, not really. Like if I'm going to go to, the, I'll, I'll do some research, but I don't watch them for fun because – there's so many out there that just aren't good, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I'll comment on and say, Hey, you know, if it's ones I like, I'm like, Hey, I like this here, here's some tips. I mean, I've been doing this for a while. Yeah. You know, if you, if you want some, in- like some help or you know, a shout out or a collab, I'm glad to work with you, you know, but, but some you're just like, you know, and I don't some like they're best. Like, hey, If you're doing it for a fun hobby, it's great. Yeah. You know, but if you want to make it a true side hustle, it, you can't be blaming the algorithm because the algorithm isn't doing crap against you. The algorithm is just giving people what it wants. Right. And so have that in your mind when you're making your content and ask yourself, would you sit through an hour of your content? Could, if you're making those TikToks, would you would, could you get sucked in for three hours in, on the toilet watching your content? <laughs> because that's what happens to people. Like, that's why people like people love TikTok because it just sucks you in. And you're like, what happened to the day? You know, like you yeah. make that kind. Con- if you can't, then maybe you don't go for that kind of content. You go for something else. So.
0: Yeah, I think that's a great point. I think before you maybe publish any video, kind of ask yourself, you know, who's actually going to get value out of this and what kind of value are they going to get? And if you don't think there's any value to it, there's probably no point to posting it or you should be making your videos that much better, more enjoyable.
1: Exactly. Because, and here's another thing, is sometimes you see people that literally just, they copycat off other people's stuff. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing, like, you know, my students hear me say this quite often, no one goes to McDonald's too. They go to (laughs) McDonald's or they go to Culver's or they go to Hardy. They go to a different restaurant. And they want something else. If they want a Big Mac, they're going to McDonald's. They're not going to get the Big King at Burger King because they want a Big Mac. They're going to go to McDonald's. So you that's need right. to make sure you have your kind of angle that's going to be a little bit different. And you'll see, like I see that in a lot of the Star Wars content. There's a different angle. Like one, it, it, his whole thing is about I'm I'm from the clones perspective, and, and and I'm all about the Republic. So the prequels are the best ever, and that's his perspective. There's another one. He's like, no, it's all about positivity And because there's so many people that go negative about different Star Wars things. He's like, no, all we do is positive. Right. And you find I think like mine is all about honest travel advice. So it, I'm not going to fluff it up. I'm not going to like sell you out some crappy vacation because they gave me, you know, they gave me free beer at the bar. <laughs> like I know I know travel people that literally like I'll write a great blog for you if you give me dinner for free. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm like their food sucks. You're gonna make. I mean, that's actually one of the ways I actually started Walter's World because I was so upset about a guidebook that made this town sound fantastic and it was total garbage. And I, I remember, you know, thinking of my friends because I was like in my late 20s, and I was thinking about my friends who had like 10 days of vacation. You know, I'm like, wait, you read this guidebook and you come here because it sounds so good, and then you waste 20% of your vacation because you have know, two days and was- so sad. because of this. I'm like this, I'm like, this is. I'm like, this is BS. This is not. It's not. It's not right. And that's where really the Walters World Honest Travel stuff really came from. It's just like, I'm tired of people getting, you know, ripped off. Yeah, that's a
0: great origin story. I think it goes back to your original point, even with, you know, educational courses or videos is there is a need for something or you think, you know, you can do it better. So you go out there and put out a product. And I think that's why you have such a big following today.
1: Oh, thanks, Kev. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: But yeah, kind of summarizing the, you know, the, the initial question is, What's the three steps? It sounds like if someone wanted to do this today, based on our discussion, it sounded like what first get your phone, film some videos, but prior to that, figure out what niche you want to be in and how you could actually special specialize in it. And third, just go out there and start putting up content. And then over time, you're going to progress and get better.
1: And the key thing for that number three is the over time. It does not happen overnight. Even if you have hilarious stuff, if you look at some of your favorite YouTubers right now and Instagramers and you scroll back to their first videos, their first stuff, they didn't have millions of views. They maybe had uh, hundreds of views, tens of views. Like, wait, now they have millions. Why don't people people don't go back and watch content from five years ago? They don't see that. It's like when they, you know, if you ever look on Instagram, like, oh, what were they before they were famous? And you see them in like AT&T commercials or or Depends commercials or whatever, like, oh, yeah, they were as a diaper <laughs> baby. You're like, oh yeah, I didn't I didn't know that. Yeah, because it was not when they were at their best, it was just them getting through it to get to the process to get up there. And, and that's where I, I see that. I mean, this is actually something I think is important to mention. I I see the travel YouTube thing. It's about, there's about a three year window. I have three, someone's my competition for about three years because people start off like, it's kind of like they have the three year peak. It's like they start off, they start doing it, they like it. Oh, I get to travel, make money for it. And then it either goes really well and then it kind of peaks up here. Yeah. And then it either tail, it either keeps going, which a lot of times it doesn't, or it starts to tail off. And then they ask themselves, can I keep doing this for years at a time? Or, the people that were supporting them doing that, maybe it's your parents or I sold everything to travel the world, that money disappears if you're not making it. And then they die off. So it's literally like, I, I see it like a three year like hump of like lots of competition. And they go away. And then there's a new group of competition coming right now. There's a lot of people that started doing travel blogs and vlogs during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And they're starting to disappear because it's been three years and they're like, yeah, I'm not making money. I'm like, no, you got to have that. The side hustle is not a full-time thing
0: so. yeah i think that's a great mindset to have especially when you're starting any new side hustle I know when I started my youtube channel 2009 I think it was like two or three years that I was actually making like decent money like as much as you know my friends working part-time but people only saw you know after five six years in that oh like he's able to pay for trips or has cars like that seems like such an easy side hustle but they didn't see you know, the hours you spend every week that you publish a video you think it's gonna do great and it gets like 10 views. Like no one ever sees yeah.
1: that. <laughs> and then you publish one you think is garbage and it gets like a million. I have a TikTok, which <laughs> is I'm like, yeah, I like French fries in, in Liverpool because they got curry sauce on it, a million views in the local newspaper, huge. The <laughs> one I think about wow, this is a really good one. I end this great, it's gonna do fantastic, 250 views. I'm like, what, what, what? <laughs> you know, like dude, it, That's why you can't get upset about some of these things, like the algorithm, whatever. It's just, it's a crazy world. You can just try your best and do your best at it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a great mindset to have. What about, is there anything you wish you would have known now before you were to get started with your travel content?
1: Yes. So especially like for video content, editing takes up so much time. Like I lost years of my life editing. You know, it would be like, I would put the kids down to bed at like eight o'clock And then I would edit from 8.05 until midnight every night trying to put videos together, you know? And it took me a while to let go. Like, I will say this. If you're going to do YouTube, find an editor that will edit your stuff for you. They will make it look so much better than you can. Yes, it won't be 100% exactly what you want, but it'll be close enough. And people will go through so much content. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be 100%. If it's 80, 90% of the way there, it'll be okay. If there's ones that are really important to you, yes, then put the effort in to do the 100%. But some of the other ones, like get the main thing there because giving yourself that time back gives you time to develop better scripts, do more research kind of stuff. So that's one thing is I would have I would have got myself into having editors earlier. And then the thing was, is I actually had an editing team that um, like I only had them cut, like I filmed a video in one go. And then they what they would do is they would chop up my, chop out the mis- like the missteps and that 20 minute video would go down to like 12 minutes and they'd send it back to me and then i would do the text and the beat like the background video and stuff and sound i would do all that on my own like but it took me years to be able to let them just to cut that out and then i had these people for two years before i let them start to edit the videos and put the stuff in
0: oh wow
1: and that took time to be like it was like letting go of your child and i really wish i would have done it earlier because i would have had so much more free time and here's another thing. If you're working with freelancers, don't be afraid to leave. Like the first the first video editing company I used, they did 999 videos for me. Wow. Of which probably 800 were like just the chop up jobs, not the like, but just cutting it down. I did the rest. And the last six months I was with them, their quality dropped like a rock. They raised their price. Instead of getting videos back in three days, it was five days. And I'm like, wait, so you're raising me like a, like a 40% cut price cut, cut, cut or what yeah. increase and you're going to start you're only going to be like four videos a month forget it like don't feel bad about moving on there's so many more people out there and i actually moved on to another firm who does way better job and i'm like i really showed them up earlier so that's one thing and if you're going to work with if you're going to work with any freelancers you got to be you got to communicate with them don't be upset with them if you don't tell them what you want like, I, I always feel bad. I'm like, yeah, I don't like the logo here. Could you change? I'm sorry. And like one of my editors is like, look, if you don't tell me, I don't know. So that's when I'm like, hey, okay, have this, do this. You know, sometimes it's simple as please don't like, please don't use white letters with a red like background dropout because it fades out. No one can see it. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah, it looks cool on your computer, you know, but here's the thing is it's for TikTok, which people only watch on their phone and then it's too small and they can't read it oh right i'm like yeah so you got to be open with those things
0: yeah definitely and then yeah kind of talking about you know having an editor i think it's always key for whatever side hustle you do is look for ways to save time and i feel like every content creator goes through the same cycle as they spend years editing their own content even for my tech channel for all nine ten years i edited all 400 of my videos but it wasn't until recently with my finance what'd you say
1: (laughs) i said god bless you
0: yeah it took up so much time but it was that was the most time-consuming way, and it wasn't until the last year or so that I have an editor for my financial videos, and it saves so much time. And like you said, I could focus on you know, reaching out to other people, coming up with better content videos, and i just freeze up all this time where I could better utilize it somewhere else.
1: Yeah, because that's just it, because then all of a sudden, you can make more money off the side hustle because you're doing a better job with it.
0: Definitely, yeah. And it's a lot easier to scale too. If you only have one person, you could only do so many videos where now someone else is doing that. You could, you know, put up more videos, focus on other forms, or even coming out with brand new side hustles.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's why now we have the main Walters World channel. We got Walters World Shorts, which is what the Instagram, TikTok vertical videos are. Walters World Eats for Food. Professor Walters for the Business Channel. My son, Liam, has a channel. And then we have like a Christmas channel and another channel that's more like we show just like, Here's us walking around town, not talking, just like, just so people can see what a town's like. So we have all these different things, which I never could have done before if I was doing all on my own. And now I can because, yeah, I have the stuff like, let's put these together. Some of the stuff I still do all on my own, but it's more like, oh, this is kind of fun for me. I'll do that. But the rest, you all take care of. fine.
0: Definitely, yeah. So kind of moving on now, I know one of the big questions we're going to get is, you know, how much money could you potentially make with these different side hustles? I don't know if you could kind of share a broad for, say, whether it's like a TikTok video or a blog or just... So you
1: know. I would say TikTok, TikTok, Instagram, any of those vertical videos, the income is not very great. Like I was saying before, 14 million views on Instagram will make you about a $1,000 in revenue uh, from Instagram on their ads. Whereas if you have long form videos that are like the horizontal traditional kind of videos, that could be up to $70,000 for that many that many views, you know. And, and there's, a, there's a website called socialblade.com that'll give you an idea what people can make. Um, But but that thing doesn't take into the sponsorships you can do. Affiliate marketing is a big one. So if you're talking about products, like I'm sure on your your tech one, if you talk about a tech product, you just put that Amazon link below, 1% to 3% of the sales, hey, now you got a fourth car. You know, (laughs) it adds up pretty quickly. Um, But no, like, for example, some of our side things, it doesn't make very much. Like. We have a Patreon. We don't have a ton of patrons on there, but there's a, a core group that we talk to. We have a Facebook group we're working with them. Yeah, it's like 500 bucks a month that comes in, but that's $6,000. That paid for my new camera and my new computer this year, right? And so like, hey, that, that makes a difference, you know? Um, some of our smaller channels, like the, like the Professor Walter's channel, I mean, it gets about, I don't know, like 50 000 to 75,000 views a month. It makes like 500 bucks on ad revenue, not bad. The Shorts channel, has the same number of views, it makes $15. Wow. So, yeah, so, so there's some of those ones there, but like you have a bigger channel. I mean, if you're looking at, you know, you're thinking that you're gonna put the time in, you get up to like 3 million views, 4 million views a month, that's $20,000 of AdSense revenue coming in. And that's not you having to figure out how to put an ad in, or you trying to do a sponsorship deal. You can just like sit back and YouTube takes care of it for you. And that's the thing is like, if you're online trying to think about where the, the, the big money's more in those sponsorships and those affiliate marketing. But sometimes I don't have time for another side hustle of managing all those things. Like for me, I don't have the time to manage that, Uh, but I can make the videos and then YouTube takes care of the ads. Thank you very much. Mediavine runs my ads on my websites. Thank you very much. Mediavine, they do it all for me. They put it on there and I just get a check, you know, direct deposit. And so that's kind of a nice thing there. So, you the wide it's a very wide range, but the thing is, it takes time to get to these points.
0: Definitely, yeah. There's yeah a bunch of great information there, but yeah, I think it goes back to having multiple streams of income. You can't always rely on one, and also having that long term approach. With now, you know, maybe one of these incomes is only fifteen dollars, but who's to say that won't be fifteen hundred dollars per month in the future if you keep working
1: at it? Oh yeah, I, I still I still remember we have some we have when I got our second channel monetized. I remember. Excuse me, I had a I have a video out showing Jocelyn how much we made the first day. It was like two dollars. But I'm like, you know what? The first day we had Walter's World, we made 75 cents. And now look <laughs> at it now. It, it, yeah. it you know, I'm like, it, it starts with that. That's why you see those old school movies, like our first dollar we ever made. Yeah, that was the first one dollar. And now we make a lot more dollars, right? So just remember that. Don't get don't get discouraged by that. Oh. It's fifteen cents is all we made today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they won't pay you a check. They won't send you a check for fifteen cents. Sometimes it's like a hundred bucks. So it might take a few months before you even get any money from them. So definitely
0: that. <laughs> All right. So yeah. Whenever you just want to kind of like jump right back into what other what other uh, perks come with the side hustle. So for if you get any places calm for traveling, any any other benefits for traveling, and I guess other. Non-tangible items too.
1: Yeah. So if I look at like other perks that are out there with all these the YouTube and everything, I mean, the travels I've been able to do has been fun because I get to see the world, get to take my kids around the world, my wife, my family. Like that's been a really fun thing. But one of the really cool perks for me as a professor is I'm not one of those like writes research papers that people never read, but whatever. Like that's not how I do it. I love teaching. Right. And so one of my favorite perks when I go to these like professor meetings around the world, these conferences, prof- other professors come up to me and say, "Hey, thanks, thanks for thanks for your videos. You know, I didn't know how to teach the subject. My students got lost. I use your videos in my class. Thank you so much for that." I'm like, oh, well, it's kind of cool to know that there's you know world renowned professors that know me, you know, because of the videos I made for teaching. It helps them, so that's been kind of cool. It, it, it's made some awkward moments with some uh, professors I do know that are like they publish a lot and they're like, why don't people know me? I'm like, because they only see your name on a piece of paper. They don't know what you look like. And I'm in a video form and that that's why I focus on. So, so that's been kind of an interesting thing. Um, other perks out there, I get to talk to cool people like you, uh, <laughs> you know, like that, that's one of the things that I, I, you know, it's nice. I get to go places and meet other people. And And sometimes it's weird because, like, our channels, we're almost at a million subs. And so, like, people are like, oh, you're the OG uh, of travel on YouTube. You've been doing it for so long. I'm like, yeah, like, our our views show that we're OG. Our subscribers are, like, quite there because I look at other people. I'm like, wow, we should have, like, three or four million subs. I'm like, why did we (laughs) never get the subs? But but also I know that, like, we don't do the subs because people watch a travel video for a destination they're going to go to. Not for, like – because ours are how to make you – how to help you travel, not – watch me travel and do backflips off of a cliff stuff. So I understand I'm <laughs> not getting as many subscribers, but it's kind of funny to see see that. I mean, just the, the people that come up randomly and say hi, like I was in the Dominican Republic this last weekend and we had four or five people every day at the all-inclusive route just come like, hey, I love your videos, thanks. I'm like, oh, cool, thanks. Yeah, so cool. So, <laughs> someone came up to talk more. One, This one lady, Teresa, she came up, she was so sweet, and but she like bolted out of her seat and her husband's like, was there a fire? Like, they like, like, get <laughs> fun of her. She's like, well, turns." <laughs> so, so it's kind of a, a, kind of a fun little bonus thing there with that. Um, yeah, so those are some of the, some of the non-financial perks. That are pretty nice.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I feel like especially getting recognized, it kind of just, you know, brings full circle that you're actually helping real people out in the world with uh, different uh, services and info.
1: That, that's, I think that's a perk in and it, of itself is just knowing that you're helping people. You know, I mean, with your yeah. finance stuff, yeah. that's helping people that... You might not think it's a big deal but you know like that little like seed you planted about financial literacy or or side hustles might make the difference for them that they can go to college or their kids can do or they can buy a house or they can pay off their loans that they never thought they could pay off you know i mean we don't know what the how like that butterfly effect is and so it's kind of cool when you see some of those little butterfly effects come back and you're like they're like hey thanks
0: yeah yeah it's so true What about for some of the other perks when it comes to like the travel channel? Do you get like, say free hotel stays? I think that's one thing people always advertise on like Instagram and TikTok. Is that, is that real? So
1: I, I, we don't do that. Um, I I don't do that. Like I, I, I get really uncomfortable. I like I'll I'll be out and I'll meet other like Instagrammers or, or influencers and they straight up go, I have X many followers. You should give me free stuff. And I'm like, no, like uh, for me, I'm like, look, I'm paying my money for this because those people need to pay their bills. If they, if it's good food, yeah, maybe I'll mention. May, you know, maybe I won't. I don't. I don't want to be forced into doing that because that's what happens. Is I remember seeing, you know, YouTubers. I, there's this one couple I remember. They they're, they're not in the game anymore, and you know, the three year thing. And they were like, "This is my favorite city, in Mexico." And then literally three weeks later, "This is my favorite city in Mexico." And three weeks later, I'm like, "How many favorite cities in Mexico yeah. do you have?" <laughs> And then I found out that, oh, they were paid by the tourism boards to go there. And they, they they had to say that. I'm like, oh, so did you even like any of them? You know, like that was one of those things I got, I got really turned off. So I always focus on being honest. And I can be honest when I pay my own way, then I, I have no, I have no corners of saying what the truth is. Whereas if people give you money, you're like, well, maybe I'll say some of the bad stuff, but I'll feel bad about it or I won't do it. So that that's why we don't really do it. And. And I think about some of the small businesses, knowing the small margins they have and that influencers will come in like, well, if you don't, I'm going to make a bad, I mean, there's something like literally threatened, like, well, I'll do, I won't write nice things about you then. And I'm like, dude, why, why are you going to be a jerk? Because they didn't give you a free croissant or like you didn't get a free $500 meal. I mean, that's one of those things, like I never feel comfortable, like people will recognize us and they'll be like, oh, hey, yeah, can I, I'm like, no, I'll pay my own way. And sometimes I've had places that will, will refuse to take my money. I'm like, I didn't make any videos. I, I enjoyed my time. I'd be like, no, no, we want, I'm like, I don't feel comfortable with that. Like you have to feed your families too. And, and that's where I think the, the kind of, you know, there's like on Instagram, there's influencers in the wild, which shows like influencers, like doing dancing in an appropriate place, doing stuff that you're trying to make a video that like, why are you doing that there? You know? And, and it's those kind of things that just really kind of make me sick to my stomach. So I'm like, you're, you're giving us bad names. That's why where there's content creators that make good stuff that can help people, they get kind of like, well, what are you, Mark? Like, I, I feel weird. Like, do I say I'm a YouTuber? I'm a nice content creator. And even now that has almost a negative connotation for some people. I'm like, yeah, I can at least say, well, I'm a professor. And then I, I do some stuff on YouTube too. Whereas like for my, it's like, no, YouTube is a big part of my life. But I, 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 just, I just feel really uncomfortable with it asking for stuff from people that you know and they got to pay their bills and so i mean i'm blessed that i i have enough money like for my real job that i can pay for all this stuff anyway you know so i i do that but i know people that literally like they won't go anywhere unless it's all free you know they're like well i'm not going to go see that because they didn't give me a kind they're, and they're kind of jerks about it. like well i'm owed yeah. because i'm i'm like you're not owed anything you know, like work your butt off to do something that they want you to be there. And they'll be glad to give you stuff or they won't be glad to give you stuff. But it's kind of like the the threatening that some do that really just turn me off with those kind of things. That's why I like, look, I paid my own way. So then if there's something wrong, I can complain. You know, like I went to an all inclusive and there was literally no communication about what we could do. So I'm talking to the manager. I'm like, look, dude, this is a problem, man. Like your your, your place doesn't tell people anything. And your website looks like it's from 1995, so you might want to like work on that. Whereas if they were paying me, maybe I would have felt pressure not say anything about their crappy website, you know, or bad service. But how are they going to get better? You know, so definitely, so yeah. Um. So yeah, no. So like the traditional freebie stuff that influencers get, we we've never got like literally like hardly ever get anything free. I mean, if I look at the last since. Since started traveling again in 2021, I've got one free dinner. Wow. And that was because the person that was interviewing me, he knew the guy that was the owner. They were friends from college. And so he was common because of the friend stuff. And I tried to pay, I'm like, no, nah, I'm paying for this. You know, this is, I mean, they've had tough times. It's after COVID, it's a tourist destination. It hasn't had anybody there for a year and a half. I did not feel comfortable not paying. And they literally, like, would not take my card. They're like, no, it's paid for. We're not going to let you do this. You know, and I felt horrible for it, you know. And so, but I, I know there's, I mean, it's one of those things I, I get kind of sad sometimes when I think about it because I'm like, wow, how much money did I leave on the table or did I spend? I could have to pay for my kid's school or whatever. And I'm like, but that's also the same thing. There's how many of those people, like, if I would have done that, they wouldn't been able to pay for their kid's dinner that night, you know. So definitely that's one of those things there.
0: I think it talks a lot about your character, but also it has that. it goes back to that long-term vision, I feel like kind of we discussed previously, you know, viewers can see through that, whether it's something you're just kind of hyping it up because you're getting it for free. And then if you do it over and over again, people actually go there and they have an awful experience. I think that, you know, people, you know, write reviews about that person or it comes out that, you know, they're getting paid for all these items.
1: Yeah. And then all of a sudden, everything you ever said, people doubt. You yep, know, yeah, like, that's one thing is people will repeat I mean, people, I mean, commenters online, as you well know, can be a little rude sometimes. <laughs> and so, people are like, Why don't you tell the restaurants to go to? Like, our food videos, I never mention restaurants. Like, there's maybe like three videos I've ever mentioned a restaurant because I know there's the Anthony Bourdain effect. People will go to that one restaurant and order that one meal, and that's it. Well, here's the thing there's so many great foods out there, so many great restaurants that if I only, if I mentioned that restaurant and that dish one, those restaurants go out of business so quick. I mean, you know, it's hard to, to get them, but I'm like, I would rather tell you what you should eat in Vicenza, Italy, or what to eat when you go to Brazil. So if you go there, wherever you are, you can find some, and they're like, Oh, that's the local stuff. Okay. They have local food there. we should go in there. So you explore more. Cause I, cause my big thing is I want, and we're a travel channel. I want to help people travel on their own. I don't want them to need me to hold their hand. I want to give them the skills so they can do it on their own, right? They can find the restaurants. They can find the hotels. They can know when it's a scam or a ripoff. They can do it on their own. That's what I want them to be able to do. You know, it's kind of like a parent. Like you want to get your kid prepared so they can go off and do it on their own. And with our travel stuff, I want to prepare people to travel on their own. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. it goes back to a yeah, long-term goal and, you know, making sure that you're in your niche and sticking to it. And I think one thing going back to getting freebies for my tech channel, I would get offers all the time to receive free tech products and a lot of them too were just from like China that were just awfully made but even if they offered say like a, a set price to do a full review it's always awkward to, you know you want to be truthful to your subscribers and you want to be faithful to them but also at the same time it's a business so that's like something that I would send back and I'll tell them I don't feel comfortable I don't, can't give this a positive review but that's a little bit different when you're in the travel industry can't give back you know an experience at a hotel or stay so a restaurant so yeah
1: and, and that's what we've always said I, and I, when companies reach out to us like there was one there's a company i love their products i use them all the time and they contact me i was so excited i'm like i and they're like we'll send you one you know so you can use it. i'm like oh i already have two like i'm like <laughs> i have two already like i still have them they're in my they're in my office right now i actually use them in the dominican republic but I won't say what it is because, because the thing, but they're like, yeah, we'd like to do a video and a thing. I'm like, fantastic. Great. You know? And like, and, and they're like, but the, how it came out, they wanted it to be a commercial, but they wanted me to put it on my channel. So it wouldn't be a commercial. And I'm like, uh, no, you have to say sponsored ad, whatever. Sure. like That's a different thing. And they're like, Hey, yeah, make the video and then send it to us and we'll tell you what you have to change what you're going to move and then re-edit it and then do this. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm, Look, if you I'm like i'll be honest with your product it's the best one out there i love it i use it all the time but i need to have the right to be able to say hey but there is the one thing it's a little lightweight so in the wind and you know like and they're like no i'm like that i'm sorry i'm like i love your product i love it i you've used it for like eight years and i have bought a number of them they're great but i, I couldn't do it for them because then all of a sudden it's like, oh well, Mark's doing a commercial, so how can I trust his reviews? You know, yep, and yeah. that's why, like we get we get people to write us like, hey, can you, we'll send you luggage? Like we did some luggage reviews before, and then you know it was like I get these luggage, it was cool, it's got Walter's World logo on it, all kinds of stuff, and then after two trips it rips open. So I had to I made another video saying because I did the unboxing because that was part of the thing, but then I said, hey, look, I've had this for two trips and it ripped. Now, they contact me right away. We'll get you a new one. We'll get it fixed. I'm like, no, I don't want it fix. I don't want to use it. It's not worth it. it rip once, it's going to rip again, you know? Yep, so, yeah. you know, so it's like, and, and there was a few things because we did, like, when they first started having, like, the, uh, they don't have any more, but, like, the lithium batteries in the luggage so you could charge <laughs> your stuff, you know? And I was like, yeah. that's a bad idea, you know? And then, but I, I did a review on one. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of cool, but I don't really want to be attached to my luggage in this weird spot, you know? And they're like, well... And then that's why, I think that's one reason why we don't get a lot of companies actually reaching out for us because we were so much into honesty and not give me money. I'll say whatever you want, you know? So that, that, I think that, that that's one reason I look at, it. I'm like, we've left a lot of money on the table because of that. But at the end of the day, if I can't look at myself in the mirror, I don't think it's worth it because I I, I want to help people. And if they can't trust the words I say, then every one of my videos is worthless you
0: know yeah i feel like it's just that that nearsighted you know outlook um maybe you make more money in the short term but maybe who knows those bite you in the butt and then end up people lose yeah uh, what you truly say in respect for the videos so yeah
1: and, and that's one thing I, I think people don't realize is when people give these reviews and they're like oh yes yeah, the greatest product ever what legal stuff are you in because you're recommending things you know like you know, it's like you have to be like, I am not your legal lawyer by giving you this legal advice here. I'm like, but you're giving people legal advice. So, like, yep, yep, yeah, you know, like financial matter. advice. You're like, ah, oh, there's a reason why, you know, it's it's kind of funny when you see all these TikTokers that are giving, you know, financial advice, but I'm like, but you're not a certified financial planner because yep. you're not allowed to advertise like that, you know. So it's like you're not getting the really high educated people, not educated, like you're not getting, I mean, the people that way they left the field, so they're not actually practicing now. But it's just one of those things you're like, wait a minute, am I getting the cream of the crap telling me these things or am I getting an actor telling me these things? You know?
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So kind of switching gears here. I know a lot of people see, you know, where you're at now and, you know, this might be their dream j- job and they want to go about it themselves. But I guess, could you kind of talk about like how many hours a week it takes to, you know, get to the point where you're at now? And especially when you first started off.
1: So like I said, literally every night after I put the kids to bed, I would be working for four hours. And when the kids would be at school, I'd be working on stuff. So it was it was more than a full-time job on top of a full-time job. Like, the, you know, there's uh, Roberto Blake is a good guy for like social media, YouTube stuff. You find him on Twitter, YouTube, all kinds of things. And he was saying, it's like, you know, you don't see a lot of uh, people get a million subs when they're over 30 because you really need to work a lot and have the hustle and go, go, go that you have in your 20s. Because once you get to your 30s, you got the mortgage, you got the kids, you got all these other uh, things that you got to deal with that you don't have the time, you don't have the energy to do that. And you have to realize these 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 online hustles, if you're going to be big Instagram or YouTube or whatever, it takes up a lot of time. Like it's a full-time job. Like for me, I love doing it. It's my hobby. You know, that that's the thing. Like some people, they love to golf. I have friends that golf like five times a week. Yeah, my, my hobby is making YouTube videos and doing travel stuff. So I'm lucky in that way that my way to relax is actually making these videos as opposed to making it feel like work because otherwise i mean i don't know what i did i mean if i wasn't making these videos i'm like i've got an extra 20 hours a week 30 hours a week i could be doing something with but i'm like eh, idle hands devil's hands let's make let's put this in good use
0: yeah and yeah i kind of had uh, the same way when i described youtube with jenny and my friends because since i'm doing it you know uh, as long time like yourself i feel like at that point it has become more than just oh, I want to make money with it or it has to be a, a bigger picture goal for that. It's something that you know I'm passionate about like yourself when you mentioned it. And I think that helps you stick around with a side hustle longer for the two three years that it takes to build something up that you're not making any money.
1: Yeah. And I think yeah. that's the other thing people need to understand is like the different types of side hustles to how it fits into your life. Because there's a side hustle that works when you're 25. There's a different side hustle that might work at 45 you know, and with time and money and what you're really going for. So be open to different kinds of things and know that sometimes it's okay to say, you know what, this side hustle doesn't work anymore. Just like some YouTube channels I ended up stopped working on because I'm like, look, it's, it's not working. Uh, you know, like right now I'm testing out a channel, see how it's going. I'm giving it through the summer. If it shows life like the other channels started to, we'll keep with it. But if not, I'm like, look, I got to put my energy someplace else.
0: Definitely, yeah, and it just goes back to your trial and error, and then just learning from those. Yep.
1: Um, yeah. So, last uh, two questions I
0: have here is we kind of like touched on it, but who would you like not recommend trying these uh, different side
1: hustles? Who would I recommend not to do that? Yes. Yeah. So, like people, like, uh, yeah, like What type of people? If, if you're already, if you're already working a hundred hour a week kind of job, you you don't have a time for it. Like you gotta you have to have the time to do it. You know because. Here's the thing: if you're only gonna if you're gonna make an extra five hundred bucks a month, is it worth it to be to hurt your health? You know, not have time with your family. Not, I mean, because your kids don't like those little those little kid years go away. Next thing you know, they're teenagers and they they're not hanging out with you anymore. You know, (laughs) like it's easier. I mean, I'll be honest: it's easier for me now to to work on the videos and do stuff because my kids. I have a sixteen year old and eleven year old. Yeah, they do their own things, you know. So like it's not like they want to be a daddy, daddy, daddy all the time. Whereas when they were babies, you know, it was like, Oh, I want to be there with him. I remember like, you know, I'd hold him like Liam, I'd hold Liam and be editing, you know, just like (laughs) put him in the little baby Bjorn in the front, but da-da-da. You know, or there's one like his first video was like this video on Cadiz, Spain, and he's just in in front of me in his little baby carrier, you know. So that was another one it's on a rock on a wall in Spain. like that's right
0: (laughs) but yeah it comes down to yeah making sure that you have the time and energy to devote to it i feel like if you only put you know the bare minimum you're not going to get any growth and then eventually you probably just give up and then say the side hustle doesn't work
1: that's why you know looking at yourself do you have the time to do it because if you don't have the time to do it you're better off working some other way, like looking at something else. Maybe just go in and invest to do more passive income stuff like that. You know, cut out. You know, start putting fifty bucks away a week or fifty bucks away a month. You know, instead of trying to work that way, versus okay, I'm going to take up all of my free time and then your health and your 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 sanity starts hurting. So that that's one thing. So like, if you got little kids, uh, if you don't have time, um, if you don't have the energy, because sometimes you're, you're burned out, especially when you're getting older. And you're like, hey, I want to do a side hustle to kind of help save more for retirement. Do you have the energy to do the side hustle? You know, like, I can see, like, when I'm doing a, like, before I had my editors, man, I just, there's no way I could do what I'm doing now if I didn't have the editing teams. You know, because we have, I mean, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, six different editors for different stuff going. Wow. Yeah. it's just like, you know, one, I have one that's doing, just taking our old videos and chopping them up to making the vertical videos. There's two, I think two people are doing that. I, I hired a company, so there's probably two people. I've got two freelancers I use that are old. They worked at what a company I worked at with before and they're doing some of my other stuff for me. And I got another company I have and they have two people. No way I could do that. No way I could do it anymore. There's no, like if it was just me, it was like, we because I've had two videos out every week on the main channel since middle of 2014. Wow. Every to, every Wednesday, every Saturday, never missed one. You know, and there's no way in hell I could be doing that with all these channels if I didn't have the editing teams to help out. So,
0: yeah, that's that's very impressive uh, for them only years, twice a week, and then also you know having a full time job, family traveling. That's yeah, that's pretty incredible. I feel like it just shows that you really have to set up systems and processes in order to be you know efficient as
1: possible. Oh yeah, right. We're with you exactly. <laughs>
0: And then, yeah, just kind of wrapping everything up. Do you have any final tips for anyone who's, you know, looking to get started, you know, with travel side hustles?
1: Okay, so if you're going to do the travel stuff, um, try to find your own voice. Because everyone's gone to this, everybody goes to the same destinations because there's there's a finite number of destinations to go to in the world. Find your take on it. Find your voice. Don't try to be somebody else's thing. Find your own and explore. And and the thing is, it's like some some travel stuff doesn't do a lot. Like, since our videos are more like, helping you to go enjoy that destination, not look at me have fun at that destination. Because the look at me have fun at that destination, that's more like a TV show. They get a lot more views. They get a lot more followers than me teaching people how to travel. But for me, I know that niche of teaching people how to travel is actually something that not a lot of people do. And so I can help more people. And yeah, they're not going to watch 100 of my videos, but they're going to watch five or six of my videos every year before they go to vacation you know, and that's just it. I'll get people that'll email me like, Hey, I've been using your videos for vacation for the last 10 years. You know, I look and see where's Mark gone. And over, I mean, we have, I think on our main channel, I think we're like at 2,200 videos on the main channel. Wow. And then with the other channels, I mean, we've, I mean we have 3,000 travel videos, but among our travel channels, you know, like of just helping people travel. You know, so like you go around, like, yeah, you, you might find something we have. Sometimes it's a bit older. But that's one thing is I make sure I don't put information that will date us like hotels, restaurants, and that's the one thing with travel sites don't change, especially if you're looking at Europe. You know, it, it, what the Colosseum's going someplace No, <laughs> Yeah, you know, those things are going to be there. So, so find your find your angle at it, uh, and go that way, and, and and don't be don't be afraid to kind of change. Like, see what the analytics tell you. You know, when I first started making, I thought, "Oh, everyone wants to know the language of the place they're going to go. They want to know the top ten sites to see." I made those videos. No, I don't. I stopped making language videos because nobody watches them. The only people that watched language videos were Germans. Germans (laughs) would learn the top ten words of all these deafs from Croatia, Portugal, wherever. They're the only ones that watched it. I made a whole series on learning English for Italians. Nothing. No, (laughs) (laughs) Italians like no. We got Italian. We're fine. You know, so I learned and I looked at the, the analytics and I was like, there's no point for me doing this. And then the top 10 sites, which I thought was what everyone wanted to know, they did nothing compared to things you'll love and hate about going to a destination or, or culture shocks. Those did way better. So then I, I moved away. But the thing was, is when I first started doing this, you know, I, I would do 10 videos in a town just to try different stuff. And now I know I'm going to make three. I know this, there are three videos I'm going to make in when I go there. I just do research for those so I can focus on like better videos, better quality videos that come out.
0: Okay. So yeah, it's really knowing your, your audience and how to target them and how to, you know, really go after the content they want to watch. Maybe something you think it's going to be popular is after looking at the analytics and learning and adapting, it's not kind of like you mentioned. So
1: exactly, exactly. And, and you'll see it. And the numbers will not lie to you. They will tell you, and you're like, you need to follow those numbers. Definitely.
0: But yeah, there was a lot of knowledge and nuggets of knowledge we learned throughout this whole interview. And I just want to thank you for taking your time. If any of the viewers are interested in learning more information about you, we're going to leave your YouTube channels and website down below. But yeah, thank you again for your time. We really do appreciate it.
1: Thanks, Kevin. Good to see you again, my friend.
0: (laughs) Good seeing you as well. Take care.